0: Everybody to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Happy Head Production. I'm your host, Sean. All the way across the way, Danny. What's up, man?
1: Oh man, I le- I, I had learned a new word this morning, and I uh, forgot it. But I, it was supposed to, it was appropriate for our relationship. Me as the senpai, and you as the. I think it's kuhai, K U H A I. <laughs> the the the. Underling of the senpai?
0: <laughs> Are you laying underneath me, underneath me?
1: No, I, actually, I would be the senpai because I am older and wiser. <laughs>
0: Definitely older. older. Definitely yes. older.
1: <laughs> but it, but my uh, favorite Japanese word, and I think everyone can appreciate this one, is a uh, kuchisabishi. It's a uh, it's for when you're not hungry, but you eat because your mouth is lonely.
0: <laughs> uh that's funny i had to remember that <laughs> that's eating. it's so funny dude it was i was i, I was talking to some kid this week because you know i'm at the age where i'm not the young whippersnapper anymore at work
1: or just yeah. or, or at, the at park. work
0: this is oh. uh, this it's at work because that's that's the only life i have it's skyrim or um work um, yeah, and I was just like, you know, there's no such thing as adults or kids. You just have mature and unmature. That person that's mature as a kid is a mature adult. That person that's immature as a kid is immature as an adult. There's no such thing as, a, as adults and as kids and adults. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I always find it funny whenever like my nieces or nephews were like, Yeah, I don't know what I, I how I'm gonna be what I'm gonna do as an adult. Like I don't know how everything's supposed to happen and I'm like, excuse me neither, man. I'm just trying to figure it out as it happens. <laughs> or things will come up where it's like, we need to with my wife and it's like, Oh yeah, we need to get this taken care of. She's like, I've never done that before. I don't know how to do it. I'm like, I've never done it before either. Like I'm supposed to just born with that knowledge.
0: <laughs> how to buy a house. Step one.
1: <laughs> I think I think how to buy a house and how to buy a car have the same step one. Um, just find a person that you think is you can trust, but is eventually going to rip you off.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> go into a relationship knowing that you will be backstabbed.
1: Yes. <laughs> just just find, in both of those, find the asshole that you prefer to steal from you. That you'd rather you know. yeah we got um it's that time of year where we're starting to get like seasonal helpers oh boy and so for like they always kind of change the process and like they've been pushing more and more of like the training and paperwork stuff on the part-time supervisors Mm -hmm. and so now they have these training packets and they're supposed to go over them like every day and fill out information and have them answer questions and stuff and yeah so, like, I never did that. But one of them, like, one of the things they ask you was like, what are three of your interests? And I guess this is supposed to, like, help find friends or something. I don't know. But I was just, I was looking for some other paperwork, and I just happened to stumble across, like, the theirs and the one on top. It was, like, one of his interests was anime. Nice. And so I, I, we're all kind of sitting around, like, waiting. for I the end. I was like, all right, which one you use the weeb? <laughs> That's even better than I was
0: thinking. What were you thinking? <laughs> I just figured you were like more one-on-one with this like kid and you're just like, you're just like, you know, I just imagine you cut scene, you're smoking a cigarette for some odd reason, even though you don't smoke, you know, and like that, and like, you know, the the grizzled veteran anime style and you're just like, <laughs> how far down the rabbit hole are you, boy? <laughs> like cuz you, you know like we we've like people don't understand this. Like there's a lot of layers to this. Like it's not just like you got some very wholesome people that and then you got some very like people in the far dark corners that you don't really want to talk with, you know. It's almost like you, when you guys both watch know you know the same anime, it's more of just like a head nod, you don't ever talk about it though, but you 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 acknowledge each other. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, I saw a meme today, and it was, like, high school girls in anime, and it was, like, just, like, a normal-looking, you know, girl, like, built like a high school girl wearing the uniform, and it's, like, high school girls in hentai, and they, just, like, huge boobs, and, like, the buttons are, like, the shirt is, like, busting open because the buttons can barely contain the boobs.
0: Yes. Like,
1: that that kind of difference?
0: (laughs) I mean, that's another level, but, Yeah. (laughs)
1: Well, like, because I didn't know who it was. I didn't see... I saw the name. There's two guys, and I'm like, all right, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't really bother learning their names until they get hired permanently on. Because <laughs> then, like, it's information that I'll probably forget at some point. And it's it's not just this group. It's always been that way. Like, since every time they get seasonal help, it's like... In the past, I'm like, oh, this is your name? And then it's like, oh, I'm only going to work with you for, like, four or five weeks and then never see you again. I
0: can't... Because they just that or they just stop showing
1: up? No, they usually just, like, um... Um, after Christmas, they let everybody, like, sometimes they'll let everybody go, but last year they kept everybody, even though they should have let everybody go, because they all suck.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, so, you know, I was, and I asked him, I was like, so who's, the, who's the Weave? And he was like, me? And I was like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I thought it was him. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: uh. This guy looks like a Weave. Yeah, a little bit.
1: But he, uh, so I was like, so what do you watch? And he was like, oh, you know, I just watched, like, Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and, he said something else, and I was like...
0: You're not even awake. Get the fuck out of here. I'm like, <laughs> jerk. Yeah. like well, have you seen that? I'm like, what,
1: what streaming services do you have? And he's like, Netflix and Hulu. And I'm like, oh, okay, you don't... Ugh. I'm like, so do you watch your... I was like, well, how do you watch your anime? Do you pay for he a service lives or do you it, lives at... He lives with it? his mom. And he's like, I have Netflix and Hulu. And I'm like, oh, okay, so... Oh, wow. But he's like, yeah, I've only been really watching uh, anime for like two, two and a half months. And I'm like, oh, a fresh mind I get to mold. <laughs> so I, I I, I steered him directly towards uh, Kill la Kill because that's on Netflix. Nice. I don't think he's going to watch it, but, you know, I, I can only do my part. I can't True. do everything.
0: True. You can only lead the horse to water. Yes. <laughs> you can what, only a good, lead what a good senpai good you are. What's that? What a good senpai you are.
1: Yes, I try, but yeah, then I, you know, it's... outside of that, I haven't talked to him again.
0: No <clears throat> yeah, another another good one to get people into is Attack on Titan because a lot of people don't want to deal with like the crazy anime like graphics out of the gate, so they need something more subtle. Where Attack on Titan doesn't really do any of the typical like um, good all stuff. The, yeah, they don't do the typical typical anime thing so I find it as a good one like I always hate getting asked that question like what's a good anime to start I'm just like
1: um like how how, uh uh, do I want to like slowly rip off the band-aid of what's weird or do I just want to like just tear it off quick and send it to something that's gonna like all right this is gonna make or break their interest in anime if they like this then we can go from there and if they don't like it then we can go from there but in a different direction
0: you must be truly desperate to come for me to help for help. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny because like in uh, my buddy GC's Discord chat, they're like, "What anime?" Like I'm just like, "You you guys are soft mind." I'm just like. I don't remember what I. I was like, you guys could watch this, but I typically just watch terrible trash anime. So just, uh, you know, when you're at that level, let me know.
1: <laughs> yeah, once when, when, when you're like, once <laughs> you're like nervous that somebody might walk in the room while you're watching it, come talk to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Oh yeah,
1: man. It's there's funny. always those memes though. Like you know, with video games too, or. Where it's like, you know, video games or anime when I'm watching it alone and it's like a serious scene or a battle or whatever. And it's like when my parents are, walk in the room and it's something awkward.
0: Mm-hmm. Like The Witcher
1: or uh, um, High School of the Dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty much like Witcher, most of the movie, like, you know, long talks and action. When parents come in, you know, boob scene.
1: Or uh mass effect.
0: Yes. Oh yeah, exactly. You're just over most of the game you're out there getting murdered by aliens and whatnot, and then like for the brief five seconds you're actually at the at the ship and uh trying to start a romance, they walk in. You just see uh um what's her face? Just like unzip her like one piece suit. <laughs> Miranda,
1: just why you playing video games all day, boy?
0: Boy, <laughs> that's why you got to play God of War when your family's around. Give some good, wholesome god killing.
1: And it's, it's family too.
0: <laughs> boy! the father son dynamic. Yeah, I can't wait to play the second one. I saw somebody, somebody on r gaming bought three new games, and they're like, "Which one should I start with first? And it was literally like, um, it was Ghost of Tsushima um Witcher 3 and um God of War and I was just like dude you have like literally like 300 hours of gaming like you can this is like more gaming than most people could get to like in a year <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think Danny I bet it would almost take you like a full year to play Witcher 3 I bet just because even with the, all the DLCs. Just because it's such a long game.
1: Right. Well, I mean I guess you could be boring and just go through and do the main story. I and guess
0: don't. so. Yeah, but that's what I was talking about. Like if you wanted to really like get into it.
1: If you actually want to get the game you paid for.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like if I if I ever streamed that game, I would probably only stream the main story <laughs> and then like I'm by myself just play like random side quests and stuff. Just to kind of keep it um, moving.
1: Stream the story and all the boob scenes and get, you, get yeah. yourself um, unaffiliated from Twitch rather
0: quickly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got goals, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. I can't lose my status, bro. I can't lose. Please, no. <laughs> Dude, did you see Back for Blood is getting a bunch of hate on the new patch this week from oh, uh, last week?
1: I'm sure it probably
0: is. Yeah, they nerfed a bunch of the cards for like melee abilities, and they accidentally shipped a bug that respond that like spawns multiple waves of like special ads. So basically, like a bunch of people are claiming like the nightmare mode is. Imp- is more impossible to play. Like they it's said, more it's nightmarish. A, yeah, it was like you can't even get, you can't even play it.
1: I also heard they added a single player campaign, well, single player mode for uh, people that don't have friends.
0: Yeah, they were. That's coming out in in December, I think. But yeah, they what they did is like. They they had a they had they had a single player mode, but it didn't really like. That's the other part that's kind of annoying. Like you have to be like if you play the game and just jump on, like say you're a brand new person and you just jump on and you're playing with your friend and they start playing, they play all the they play all of Act One. Well, you have to go back and replay Act One because you weren't like the lead. So they're trying to fix some of that shit because it like doesn't make any sense. Because like it was like dumb because um, like I. I got like halfway through Act One, and then like I had to take care of some. I had to, I had to leave, and then when I came back, like the next night, I was playing, and we finished Act One, but I wasn't the party lead, and it didn't count like un- as un for me as unlocking like the rest of Act One. I don't know if that makes any sense, but... That makes sense.
1: I mean, it makes sense, but it shouldn't make sense. Correct.
0: Okay. I just wanted to make sure the concept made sense. I I understand
1: the concept, but it doesn't make sense as to why it happens.
0: Yeah, so they're trying to fix, like, that stuff. Um, And then they did some, like... They did some uh, quality of life changes for, like, the PvP stuff and whatnot, but uh, they definitely did more nerfs than anything on this first patch, so it was kind of interesting to see. Um but yeah, so you know, like a good community, they're uh they're on fire and you know being very so childish. Who has more hatred?
1: Um Back for Blood or Destiny fans?
0: Oh Destiny. Destiny hates everything. All the Destiny fans hate everything about Destiny. <laughs> Oh, well, at least that's how I feel. <laughs> like they hate play it. Yeah, basically. No, I, I, yeah, I don't know. They're just some very vocal people. I think so. I don't know. And you, the other problem is, is, you have like your PVE community and like your PvP community, and sometimes they just don't get along. <laughs> like, come on, kids, get along. It's okay. It's
1: like it's like the at that point it's like the. Um... The right twix and the left twix not getting along.
0: Yeah, it's like we made a gun for PvP. Pv the PvE kids. It's not fair. I can't get that gun. It's too hard. <laughs> the problem is, is most PvP guys could do and gain PvE content to get guns to to that, that are in the PvE world. So they just don't like to, but they will do it. So.
1: And, I mean, there are some people that don't like to do anything to have to earn a gun or whatever. They just want to have the gun handed to them. That's true. They just want to be able to go up to, uh. They, they want to be able to go up to still go up to Cade and be like, hey, Cade, I know you're dead, but can I have my gun? And Cade's like, since I'm dead and you asked so nicely, here you go. <laughs>
0: I'm dead. I'm dead, bitch! I love watching the new comment that's it'd be like, who's Cade and why can't he come back? <laughs> Just makes me laugh because he's like it. He's in a couple random strikes, and so it's just like. And the Forsaken campaign is ending, so it's like is gonna get filed away. So never again. Never again. No, Kate will be a long lost memory for veterans. I do want to play like some D one raids, but I I just can't be asked to buy. D1 on PlayStation for sixty dollars, and this is including all the expansion packs, mind you. And then just sitting there grinding all the way through it to get like weapons and stuff.
1: Yeah, that sounds. It's like it sounds like it's. I mean, it's barely even worth to play the Destiny Two brand new and get all the weapons. Let alone go back and replay Destiny One.
0: <laughs> I just want to play the raids, not like fog, but like I want to do like Wrath of the Machine and and the the, uh, the one with or Warwick's. Yeah, like, they they just have some, like, really good raids that are just, were really fun to play. So. But, alas, nobody, there's not enough people on Xbox to do it. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, my keys are fucking broke this week. Your key, oh,
1: your keys are, I'm like. My keys are. I heard keys, I didn't hear the er.
0: Er. Er. Er, er, er. Keys, Dar- er. er.
1: Kizar. Like A guy I saw, I saw a guy with TikTok, he was driving the Filipino guy in the i either in like in the Philippines, he was driving mm-hmm. and saw trucks that looked like Optimus Prime. Yeah. And he was trying to say it in English, but he was saying Optimum Pride instead yeah. of Optimus Prime. And then he would try to do the transform sound. The, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. And I played it to my wife and she's like, That almost makes me throw up. It sounds like he's
0: I just feel like it was like a slow-mo, like like it was the, it was buffering. The, like the video was buffering.
1: <laughs> no, he but was trying yeah. to recreate the the sound from the Michael Bay movies with them transforming. <laughs> it was uh. and his, like his wife or girlfriend whoever was like driving, like had to like was trying to stop herself from laughing at him. <laughs> it was pretty funny
0: though. Uh, yeah, so now but how's I got to free... break. Do you know, or are you just? Uh, I don't know. It's dead? just not. It's just not getting cold. So, like, um, the the on my control mod uh, to keep the temperature regulated started go like it started like it kept chirping and beeping and I was messing so I was messing with it last night and it was like oh no the so I'm gonna probably try to open it up and let it sit for a little while and then blast it with uh, some air just to see if there's like if it just needs to get like cleaned out, you know what I mean? And then I'm gonna have to probably I guess just call some I'm gonna have to probably call to get it serviced. So yeah, my, that'd uh, be, the, my... the, pro- the problem is it's like only three hundred dollars. So I mean it's if it's like, you know, five hundred dollars to fix, it's like, you know, what do you do? Do you just buy a new one and then deal with the hassle of trying to get rid of this one? Right. Or then what? <laughs>
1: Make that one like a fancy ice chest, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. I guess you could do that.
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, like um, I had to, I had to uh, take the batteries out of my carbon monoxide uh, detector because it was, it kept chirping like that too, and it was, that chirping was just, it was making me sleepy and giving me a headache.
0: Mm. Yeah. No, it sucks. So now I have to put like whatever beer I want to drink, I have to move to like a different fridge right now. So I don't have like a beer fridge up and running and we just got the shipment from my dad too which fucking sucks because that's like now i gotta like really pick and choose what i want
1: yeah it was it was nice that he had a special request because then i didn't have to think
0: that is true it did save us some time on like (laughs) looking and thinking
1: if like if people want to send us beer and like tell us what to drink it we'll we'll do it because it's super awesome to not have to think about what beer we have to drink
0: yeah, the the debate of did I drink this before? Should I drink, You know, should I re-drink this? Do I really want? You know, do I really do want I, a stout? Do I really want this?
1: Yeah, for me, like the first debate starts with do I want to open a bottle or a can? <laughs> and then you go from style from there, and then brewery or whatever.
0: Uh, but yeah, but I also I,
1: learned. I keep I keep making the same mistake of uh, opening my beer at my computer. Mm. and so today like it didn't overflow but it like sprayed so i got like beer uh spray on my screen and my uh desk
0: mm-hmm.
1: luckily like this week i just bought like computer screen like wipes so i was able to clean it but it's like yeah i gotta stop being a dumbass and like, actually open my beer in the kitchen
0: nice yeah, hmm. I, 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 uh, I just never learn, and I just constantly um, do it. <laughs> well, yeah, I haven't
1: learned yet either because it still keeps happening. So.
0: <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah, that's so we've a, funny.
1: we've teased the beer enough, Sean. What What are we drinking from your Pasha?
0: What from Pasha? So, hold on. So. Everywhere. <laughs> Uh so from was it? For bottom? For bottom for brewing? Botan. For Boten? For, bo- for, for and
1: Brewing and barrel project.
0: This is the Cake or Death. This is a barreled aged Imperial Chocolate Stout. Uh brewed and uh Oh, it's uh, it's uh brewed by them. Okay, so this is in Loveland Colorado. Did you yeah. actually go to the brewery, Dad, or are you just fucking uh, drinking their shit from the store? I think you have to go do a field trip for yourself.
1: I know. And and Loveland sounds like either like a place of orgies or a place of hippies. I can't figure it out. <laughs> or both. Why not both? Hippie orgies?
0: Yeah. So basically, it's a chocolate imperial style that they add vanilla and a mix of chocolate husk and then the aged and bourbon barrels. So
1: Dude, you're leaving out all the fun words, though. Ch- cake <laughs> or de- pure decadence. We started with massive chocolate imperial stout. We then added tahitian vanilla a mix of chocolate husks and aged and bourbon barrels to create a mm-hmm. beautiful harmony between the sweet malts and all that dark, rich chocolate.
0: Mm.
1: Says so, we believe there is a beer out there for everyone. Find your beer and they got this fancy upside down independent craft bottle and beer for all labels on there a picture of a fancy cake with a lot of frosting on it <laughs> yeah my, my, mine is covered in like beer splatters from when it opened
0: mm. it's
1: like a, it's like a um, I can't even think of the reference anymore oh Jackson, it's like a Jackson Pollock painting Like in a Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Definitely taste the bourbon.
0: Yeah, I think bourbon is like the uh, the strongest flavor that I'm getting.
1: I'm I always have a hard time.
0: Finding vanilla.
1: Like I can find the chocolate, I can taste the chocolate, but whenever, like even like um, Bottle Logic with their uh, fundamental observation, they talk about throwing and what's throwing all the vanilla beans in there, which sucks because like vanilla beans, like by, per pound, is probably the most expensive adjunct that brewers add to their beer. Correct. Oh never mind, I think I got some there, but yeah, it's usually hard for me to taste the vanilla, but it's pretty good. Like it's a solid barrel aged. It's not too strong. Easy drinking? What do you think?
0: <clears throat> um, no I, I don't think it's uh, bad at all. I think it's a uh, pretty smooth to drink. Uh, I think if you're if you really like that bourbon taste in your beers, this is definitely one for you. Um, I know it says cake or death, but it is not – it's not very – it's not really sweet at all, so you don't need to worry about um, about this being really uh, overly sweet for, uh, for a stout.
1: Yeah, I thought it would be more like, uh, like a pastry. Maybe it's like officially listed as a pastry stout through like untapped, but it doesn't have that um, – I'm going to get the diabetes sweetness from it. Correct. It, it does come in at 13%.
0: It'll get you drunk. <laughs> It'll get you drunk, Yes. Oh. Yeah. Definitely,
1: definitely a good beer. Like you said, if you if you like the mm, the bourbon barrel flavor, mm-hmm. which that's ca- why I kind of started buying whiskeys and stuff because I'm like, man, I'm just, I'm buying all the beers that just taste like bourbon anyways, and I have to open up like a full like sixteen ounce can or a twenty two ounce bottle or even bigger, um, or I can just go ahead and just open up a bur- bottle of bourbon and like. Pour just a little bit and sip on it, you know. It's not a (laughs) lifelong commitment. Well, not lifelong, but you know what I mean. It's not like a big commitment for that night where I'm, I have to drink all the beer, or drink for it, which is sad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's also not very thick either. Like you know how some like when you get into the imperials, like sometimes it just feels like you could just tell like it's not that no pun intended but it's just super like caked in there like you're just like you know you know it's uh, like an imperial stout like you're not you don't get a lot of that 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 uh aftertaste i think the bourbon and the chocolate help push that down as well
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah it doesn't have that like it's been um like when you uh if you make, like, a sauce or something like that, and you cook it, and you, like, just boil off all the excess water and reduce it down to where it's almost a syrup, sometimes, like, the, the pastry stouts have that, where you're just, like, it's almost like you're drinking, like, chocolate milk thickness, but it's beer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A brewery that nobody thought would sell was sold recently, Sean. Mm-hmm. So, and this this one, like, reading up on it, it doesn't seem like it's getting as much hate as when other breweries have sold.
0: Maybe everybody just gave up hope.
1: Well, it's not so much that. It's actually like, so Bell's Brewing sold to the same conglomerate that owns um, New Belgium, or Correct. you know, as some people call it, fat, the, the the Fat Tire Brewery. <laughs> um, but it's pretty funny because it's so it's sold to, um, the company. The company selling it to is Australian based. Lion Little World Beverages, which is owned by Japan's Kirin. So it's an Australian based company that's owned by a Japanese company that bought it. But then they're going to kind of stay in their own little bubble of, I guess, um, corporate uh, hierarchy. And it's going to be them and New Belgium together, like under the same umbrella of corporations. Gotcha. So it's an American corporation owned by an Australian-based corporation. It's also owned by a Japan, Japanese yeah. company. If
0: you can follow that.
1: <laughs> so, the founder who sold it is uh, the guy who founded Larry Bell. Started it in 1985, and basically he said that you know he's um, he said there were two determining factors in selling. He said the first was the folks at New Belgium shared our ironclad commitment to the craft of brewing and the community-first ways we've built our business. Second, this is the right time. I've been doing this for more than 36 years and recently battled some serious health issues. I want everyone who loves this company like I do to know we have found a partner that truly values our incredible beer, our culture, and the importance of our roots here in Michigan. Um, says that the price was not disclosed and no major layoffs or changes are expected at this time. Mm-hmm. And it, the company – the beer drinker should expect no changes to Bell's current beers. says that the current executive vice president – Will continue to lead day-to-day presidents, I mean operations, and will report to New J- Belgium's chief executive Steve Fechheimer. So basically, I was reading something else, and they're talking about how he kind of wants to step down from running the brewery, and he doesn't and he wants to keep He his goal was to originally keep it family-owned, but there's nobody. I guess either he doesn't have any errors, or none of his family wants to take the responsibility of taking over the brewery. Mm-hmm. And so. He's like, I don't want to leave my employees out, you know, with nothing. You know, I don't want to yeah. just like shut down the shut shut it down or turn it over to somebody who doesn't care, and they'll be out of a job. Um, so he figured this was what's best for not just the Bell's Brewery, but also the Bell's employees. Mm-hmm. No, I mean so it that makes
0: point- it makes sense at that point. Then, like, if, I mean, if. If you're going to step down, I mean, and you try to take care of your piece, I guess you're trying to, you know, give it to the people that are going to take care of them the best.
1: Right. And it's not like he sold to like, um, InBev or something else where they're going to go through and kind of basically overhaul the whole operation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he maybe he might, he might've even gotten less money, um, through this deal if he got a preferred, preferred terms, um, for his employees to save jobs.
0: true I don't know I mean I mean it is what it is Um, I mean I think it's very hard for breweries to stay independent without you know some kind of um, partnership and being able to to your to your point like at some point like the people at the top want to retire like if there's nobody there to backfill I mean things are gonna go their direction so, but I heard a lot of like New Belgium has done pretty well under this new um, company. They've uh, really uh, been able to get some extra funding to help with uh, distribution and um, and uh, production. So, you know, maybe it is, uh, maybe it will be okay in the long run. So, especially with trying to get uh, other beer, uh, more of their beer, you know, shipped across. Like I see, I see Fruit Fight is almost everywhere like I was just telling my dad to check it out and he was able to get fruit fi- fruit fight as well so you know I think battling distribution fights is also um, you know helpful especially when you get somebody with somebody to help push that
1: right um, as opposed to you know hoping that you find somebody that um, isn't gonna just like take advantage of your company and run into the ground yeah. Or to see like as an afterthought, or just like a, another way to get like more uh, SKU codes on a shelf, or more like one or maybe one or two taps like at a ballpark to push other breweries out. I mean, so on, in like more I guess drama side of beer though, uh, Stone Brewing rather abruptly closed their Napa, California facility. Um, because apparently um they felt that they were being unfairly charged rent during the lockdown and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so the guy was like, dude, like, I guess he gave them, like, a discount on the rent when they were shut down.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they're like, yeah, we don't want to pay any of it. And he's like, well, then you got to go. And they're like, so they ended up taking him to court over, like, $220,000 in back uh-huh. rent owed.
0: Yeah.
1: And instead of... Uh, so they ended up losing that case, and part of his argument was, well, they're like they're expanding, like they're adding the seltzer lines, and they're doing all this stuff. Like, you know, they're a fairly large corporate corporate brewery. They're not the little mom and pop breweries that they used to be anymore. Um, you know, they're not hurting for the rent money. You know, they got some of uh, the government money, the PP loans, um, but not sure exactly how much. But yeah, it's just pretty funny that. You know, they'd rather just shut down the facility, and they're like, "Yeah, we regret, we feel bad for employees, this and that, but, um, dude, just pay the rent then. If you feel, you know, if you feel that bad. Um, but I think part of it is because you know Napa is like not very many people go to Napa to drink beer; it's more of wine country. Um, so maybe like like they did in uh, Germany, where they realized that maybe uh, the market wasn't there for them, and they just needed a way out. And maybe they're hoping to get let go of their lease. But that was just my conspiracy theory on that matter.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think it's kind of, it's a little shitty. (laughs) But, I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of fucked up they just shut that shit down, though. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And it's funny because I was listening to this podcast, and one of the guys was talking about, like, they're both teachers. Well, in education. And they're gonna like, over like one of their breaks. They're gonna go to, uh, um, Napa and like you know, it's like my wife likes wine, but I like beer. So well, she's uh, we're gonna go hit up some wineries, but I told her I wanted to go hit the the Stone facility and get some beer from there. And it was like, the podcast was like released like the day or two after they announced they were shut down the facility. <laughs>
0: That sucks. But, oh, I mean, yeah. I guess if you take somebody to court, do you really want to stay in partnership with them regardless? Right. So it's like, eh, maybe things are just super awkward now, and it's best to split anyways. I mean, at that point. Yeah. Maybe
1: <laughs> It's kind of hard. Yeah, it's kind of hard. It's like, you know, going to court and, like, saying all these bad things about each other, and and then have to, like, ride home together. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly. <laughs> so maybe it's just like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So,
1: you know, Idaho, much like a lot of other states that hate the 21st Amendment and the Constitution, um, they have state-run liquor stores. And so because right now bourbon is like super hot,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like basically liquid uh, cryptocurrency. Nice. Where like, you know people basically will stand in line to get the ultra rare bottles of whiskey that they hope to just basically either like, um, have set on their shelves and sell in the future or immediately flip for, you know, double or triple because, you know, it's a limited amount anyways. And then like a lot of places only have a, a max, a, a limit of one bottle per uh, person. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like, they'll, uh, there's, like, you know, sometimes there's, like, groups, like, because you can go on websites and kind of figure out when, either when bourbon's being delivered or when it's, like, going to be in stock. Yeah. And so, it's, like, groups would show up. There'd be, like, ten people in a group. And, like, they'd all go, and, like, they'd all each buy one, and then they'd open the one for them to drink so they can taste it, and then they'd flip and sh- the other 9 mm-hmm. Scalp it.
0: Yeah. And
1: so now, um... Oh, and the other thing is, like, if, if, if the, like, the website says that it's in stock they'll show up and they'll start, you know, going full Karen on the employees like, you know, I know it's in stock, you know, you just haven't put it on the shelves yet. Go back there and get me one. They you know, get all angry and yelly at the employees. I mean that's and it's just not in Idaho. It's everywhere, but Idaho has taken a uh, some new rules in effect. Um so like one thing they're not they're not gonna do is have it listed like the stock listed on the website. Mm-hmm. Um and the funny thing is, is like, this is all experimental. The guy that made the rule was like, yeah, we'll see how this works. And if it doesn't work, then we'll change it again. Um, but there's basically like a bourbon treasure hunt approach in how we allocate. So there's only 67 stores in Idaho that are um, allowed to sell bourbon
0: mm-hmm. in the
1: entire state. Um it so says effective immediately, the ISLD will now allocate rare products sporadically across the gem state to all of our retail outlets. Rare product inventory will no longer be visible to customers on our website. Customers can best locate these products by visiting our stores and discovering them randomly. Please note this is not an item for retail sale unless it is displayed on the shelf. Store searches have been instructed to only offer for sale items that are on display. It is our hope that by re- introducing a more dispersed And unpredictable distribution of rare products, we will discourage and eventually eliminate the systematic hoarding of rare products. (laughs) Good luck with that, right? (laughs) Because all it takes is like one person. Like, if you send, if there are 67 stores, you got a big group, like they'll go to like send a couple people to one store or whatever and then just call up the other person hey, it's here at this store now.
0: Yeah. So is, is the bourbon industry just like the beer industry where like there's some of it's like overhyped and it's not even really that good, but people just make it up to beef?
1: From what I've heard, and I've tasted it and it's pretty good, but not for the price that necessarily that people are selling it for, but like a good example is, uh, Blanton's, mm-hmm.
0: um,
1: like maybe as you know, uh, talking to, uh, um, why can I think of her name? Um, Kim at the, uh, La Bodega, mm-hmm. you know, we were kind of talking about whiskey and stuff. And she was saying that, um, like a few years ago, not that long, you know, three, three to five years ago, like Blanton's was just sitting on the shelf for retail price, which was like 50 or 60 bucks. Wow. Um, just sitting there and it sit there like, a, a, you know, collecting dust basically. Now, um, like I went to one of the times I went to go visit my, uh, father-in-law in yeah. Hemet, it. Um, there's a liquor store there and I, Checked it out and they said that they had Blanton's in stock. So, after we, uh, on the way home from my father in law's, I'm like, can we, you know, we stopped by there and I just wanted to see if they had it. And sure enough, he, he had one bottle left.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think
1: actually he only got two bottles allocated and he yeah. had one of them left and it was selling up for $200 retail.
0: Jesus. And Did you buy it or like,
1: no? No, no, no. I mean, like he was almost like making, like mocking me for not buying it, thinking I no, that I can get it cheaper. Um,
0: and, um, you're just like, I just don't want to pay this much money for a bourbon.
1: Right. Or at least one that's not like, um, worth it necessarily,
0: you know? Yeah. Cause
1: people say that it's worth the retail price. It's not worth the the hype price. Gotcha. And so, because like there's a, a whiskey type restaurant at Victoria Gardens called The State. Mm-hmm. And, um, they would get it in and they sold it for like one thirty. If you bought, but you had to buy like a meal to be able to buy the bourbon, like they didn't want you just walking in and buying like all the bottles.
0: So if oh, you went so bought- you could oh, you could buy a bottle of it from there. Yes, that's fucking yes. crazy.
1: But that's why I tasted it as I just got a pour of it because they and I asked if they had any bottles for sale and they didn't because it went. I went like a month after they had got posted you. It on Instagram.
0: Gotcha. Um, so what did you think of it?
1: It It was pretty good. It was really smooth, but yeah, it's not a two hundred dollar bottle. Um, luckily. I was able to get it for the original old-school retail from somebody who shall not be oh. named.
0: Oh, so you do have a bottle at your house? Yes. Nice. I know what Maybe we're doing Maybe when you're out, I'll pop it open and we can taste it and
1: do a live oh, episode. You
0: haven't, oh, you haven't opened it yet?
1: I mean, like, like, I can't make fun of people that hoard bourbon and whiskey bottles when I have, like...
0: <laughs> do you have it of- next to your anime girls?
1: No, it's not by my harem uh hotel. It's it's actually mixed in with my books so I look smart.
0: Nice. <laughs> Your manga.
1: No, real no books. I, my manga's in a different section. It's like it's like uh like it's like you know, you can't going on Crunchyroll or Funimation, you can't find hentai on there. You gotta go somewhere else. From what I've heard. You know, not from personal experience, from when what I've heard. The website uh, HentaiDude.com is a, is a pretty reliable source for all sorts all forms of hentai.
0: Mm-hmm. Got gotcha. you. Note from a friend.
1: Hentai dude. H e n t a i d u d e. dot c o m. Gotcha. Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Um. But yeah, I have like 50 bottles or so ish of whiskey. Goddamn. I'm working on two of them right now. Two. One's uh, Maybe
0: that's what we should do next Sunday. Just fucking do bourbon tasting. At my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> before i go hang out with quadros I mean, i'll be shit-faced we make it when i go make it i'll have to just cancel on him like sorry bro or we can just get wasted you can
1: go to your mom's house and i'll bring up like a few bottles and we can just get between you know you me your mom and your brother just get hammered after we go to frankincense
0: <laughs> right <laughs> oh man
1: Then I could be like your brother and sleep in the driveway in the back in the backseat of a car in the driveway. (laughs) Because he didn't want to like be late. He figured he'd sleep in the car so he didn't he wasn't late for the ride to the airport, even though that wasn't the car that was going to the
0: airport.
1: (laughs) Excellent plan, just bad execution. I guess so. (laughs) Oh man. Speaking of excellent plans, but bad execution. (laughs) So this story kind of died, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but this was like my uh, favorite story for like a couple weeks on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Apparently, somehow, and you know the QAnon and friend of the show man thing. You know he talks about how they're it's a troll group, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but the problem is, is too many people don't think it's a troll group and actually believe it. Yes. So now I'm waiting for people that that I don't that don't believe that QAnon is a troll group to say that they've been infiltrated by the deep state or something. Yes, but a couple weeks ago on a Tuesday, a whole bunch of uh, QAnon Trumpers hung out at um, in Dallas in the same square that JFK Senior was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Um, in front of the Book Depository, and it, you know, if it was a bunch of liberals, all the conservatives would be like, well, "How? Why are they there? Don't they have jobs?" Because this was like, you know, in the afternoon. So it's like, don't conservatives have jobs? How can they hang out in front of no. buildings waiting for... So what they were waiting for was the prophecy that JFK Jr. faked his own death. You know, he wasn't really... Either what he wasn't, either wasn't in the plane that crashed, or somehow he got them to lie that his plane crashed. Um, but he was supposed to come and either proclaim Donald Trump king of the U.S., or... He was going Jesus to Christ. announce that Trump is president and that he is Trump's vice president currently. Like Trump is now president, not like in the 2024 election. But there were people that had banners made, like not paper banners, but like printed banners, like like election banners, like Trump JFK Jr.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There and you know being all cool and edgy, chanting "Let's go, Brandon" and other things. <laughs> and so when he didn't show up, they said that he just got shy, and then. There, there, there's, there's, oh, he got
0: shy! Wow, yeah, that's he the was, excuse we're oh, no, going he with. Got, he Holy got shit! Not that he was shy, cold feet. Oh my fucking
1: god! So the dead, a dead vice, a dead president's son was going to show up at the same spot, the exact same spot in time that his dad was shot, and to make Trump either president or king of the United States and usher in the greatest era of prosperity the U.S. has ever known. It's like whenever I tell people this, they don't believe me. It's hilarious, And, like, so a few people that I work with, I sent them the actual story. And they're like, they, don't they know that JFK and JFK Jr. were, like, extreme Democrats?
0: Dude, I'm telling you, anybody who still thinks that Trump is president and coming back needs to be locked into an asylum. Like, they can't be with regular people anymore. Well, like, especially they do, considering
1: we'd... that, like, the, the people, like, the few people that were proclaiming him being president the loudest, like Giuliani and there was that one female lawyer... Um, in court, both of them basically said that they didn't, they don't, like the woman said that nobody in their right mind should think that she was being serious. She was just talking. And when Giuliani was asked where he got his sources of his evidence, like all of his evidence of t- the election was uh, fraudulent, um, he said he got it from Facebook.
0: <laughs>
1: Dude, I'm, I'm <laughs> So when you telling see you, posts of Giuliani saying that the election was stolen... You're you're basically just using Facebook as a source, to be the source that to tell people the source. It's but so they moved it back even further. Well, and then it got even weirder because they they're like, well, he's not going to be here. He's going to show up at the Rolling Stones concert tonight. I guess it was a Rolling Stones concert in Dallas that night. Oh my god! And then of course you know he didn't show up, and so then people were like, no no, you don't understand. And, uh, Keith Richards is JFK Jr.
0: Dude, I'm just, I can't, I can't, dude, I can't listen to that.
1: And then, they sent out a tweet this week, this oh last week, gosh. that he was supposed to show up on November 6th, Saturday, JFK Jr., at the hotel where his Uncle Bobby was shot, at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is, which would be amazing, because the Ambassador Hotel was demolished in 2005. <laughs>
0: I just can't, man. I just can't. I can't like, anyways. And I just
1: see if any, like, I was looking on Reddit, like, last night, and this morning, and just, and, like, Googling, and so I don't know if anybody actually showed up there, like, if they just gave up, or if they're, like, maybe realizing that the QAnon group isn't a serious, like, isn't what they think it is. But, man, it was just, it was just fun to, like, shock. The best part was just telling other people the story they didn't know it, and just, mm-hmm. like, having your reaction, where you're just, like, I, I don't know what to think, dude. This is the worst thing ever, and Dude, it's
0: just so dumb, dude. Like, literally, like, there that whole conspiracy theory is just so far out of it. Like, it needs it. Like, I'm, like, how? Like, this is like the this is like the part of the internet has ruined because like people just will take facts that don't make any sense and just believe it. Like, off Facebook, like, like literally, like. It's like mind-boggling how disruptive like Facebook is to like you know the common person, and like how much they will not question everything. Like, like it's just like if it if it's something like they believe, it'll be like it, it'll they'll be super about it. It would be like if if I put a posting on Facebook that said Half Life Three is coming out uh, February first. Like I would get like I would be attacked and probably like. For making up bullshit lies but of course like if it's trump though it's like oh it's super believable and like it has to be true like how many times have we heard he's coming back like just this year like right they keep pushing the goalposts
1: back and um he keeps talking to, like um the big one the main one is the dude that owns my pillow
0: mm-hmm.
1: like he's literally like held rallies and charged people hundreds of dollars to attend with mm-hmm. the promise that he's going to finally reveal all of the evidence that Trump is still president yes. and people show up and there's no evidence. And yet yep. they show up to the next one because he says the same thing.
0: Yep. I wonder if he's just a liberal that's just stealing their money for funsies.
1: That's, that's what QAnon does. Like if, if, if somebody turns like somebody like said anything against Trump, they're like, he, they got attacked. They got it by the deep state and you know, they're traitors to the cause. Mm-hmm. And even <laughs> even Trump they, they did that with Trump when Trump got vaccinated They're like trying to say that like that's not really Trump That was an, a body, like a lookalike actor Or that, you know, Trump Was, you know, basically like Bribed by the deep state to get vaccinated Because Trump really wouldn't Even though Trump came out and said that If he was president, he wouldn't have to va- have vaccine mandates He would just ask nicely and everyone would get vaccinated To which wow. people like shot back And it's like, you're the greatest American who's ever lived But fuck you, I'm not getting vaccinated <laughs>
0: I just no, no moss, no moss, please, no moss. Speaking
1: of things that you know are no moss and not making people happy, for some reason YouTube has decided to remove the dislike option on videos. Now you can only like videos. It's kind of <laughs> like where Netflix got rid of the like if you watch Netflix streaming wise.
0: Yeah.
1: You can't give a star rating anymore. You can either only give a I like it or I don't like it, like a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So I'm yeah. it's like I wonder if Netflix is going to follow YouTube's. Um, lead and get rid of the thumbs down option
0: so everything is good because we can't criticize things
1: yes and people talk about like you know they're, 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 of course their justification was well we're just doing it to protect the small channels that you know people kind of attack um, to, you know and other people yeah. are like well like, but the thumbs down was a way to like quickly tell if a video either has bad information or is just horrible you know no, I you gotta, you do, know, oh, I oh,
0: because YouTube can't figure out when people overly spam stupid shit and, and try to copyright small um, creators with, with copyright issues even though it's their stuff, their original creation?
1: Right. If you want to protect – yeah, exactly. If you want to protect small channels, protect them from like the shitty bullshit copyright reporting system. Yes. Yeah. Because that's, that's what's hurting small channels. It's not people giving them thumbs down. Because if enough people watch the channel, then the, the that'll figure itself out, mm-hmm. you know? But if you get shut down because somebody is, like, just an asshole and it's like, yeah, I don't like this person. I'm going to report their channel for being – I'm going to give them a copyright strike. And now they have to – like, basically now that channel has to go out of their way to figure out a way to prove that um, it's their own content.
0: Yeah. So – Oh, my God. It just... Man, yeah, that's... It's so dumb. It's super dumb. Like, I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like, the only problem is, is, like, the hive mind, you know, because they call, like, they have the Reddit hive mind, um, will downvote stuff, which I get, but, I mean, you still... I still think removing the dislike is not necessarily the solution.
1: No. No, that's... It's it's just lazy. It's just like, like well, we could actually put work into and like maybe go back to where we actually had a human being monitor the copyright strikes. And it's like no, no, let's just get rid of the dislike button. That'll fix things.
0: Yeah.
1: And we don't have to do anything. We can yeah. just take something away. Ah oh, man, but you sent me an interview on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and his name's Mark Dara, and he had worked for. Bio. Mm-hmm.
0: BioWare, bioware correct okay
1: i was gonna i've gone to say blizzard but i was like yeah. my i was trying to get my head and my tongue to match my mouth to say the same words
0: yep yeah um, so he worked uh for bioware and he um he's worked on numerous projects um including uh the original dragon age jade the jade empire which is a game before the mass effect and uh and uh, Dragon Age series came out. Um, he also spent some work on Anthem and stuff like that. So it was a very, it's a very interesting interview. And I will, it's on YouTube, uh, which you can still, uh, which you can't downvote anymore. But uh, it's a good in- interview, so you shouldn't have to downvote it. But it just gives an interesting perspective. Um, about the gaming industry, and I thought that's what um, I thought was the nice part. And and one of the things he talked about is like crunch time and and just games in general, where um, you know. And he got, and I, am not gonna talk about everything. I'm just gonna talk about like what I thought was the most interesting part. And like, so he's talking about um, he's talking about like how like you know the a the general artist makes like a window and then he sends it up to his supervisor for like a review. And again, it's not necessarily just like a window per se. It's like probably a bigger piece of concept for the video game, but like it goes up and the supervisor feels like they have to criticize something. So it goes back to him and then they fix it. And then it goes up to the supervisor. Then it goes from the supervisor to like the, the art manager, and then the art manager critiques it, and then he goes down. And so there's a lot of, like, pieces of art that are going up and down, up and down, up and down. And so it delays, like, things getting done. Um, and I thought, so I thought that was kind of an interesting concept when he was talking about how, like, sometimes it feels like the art doesn't get done because of that. Um, the other part that I really thought he was, uh, I liked about it was he said that him as an artist and a game director, he said the best piece of advice he ever got was he needs to like more and love less. So, like, understand, like, not, you know... Some of the art doesn't... It needs it just needs to be good. It doesn't have to be, like, the next, you know, Michelangelo piece of Windows or something like that. So it's it was a very interesting concept about... How he, how he was talking about how that stuff goes through and that um, a lot of what you're seeing nowadays too is like they're not creating enough time to really do like a post-production cleanup. So, and what he was talking about is, so say the game releases on 11-14, on which is today. Well, the game should really be done, you know, two months ago with a month to do post-production cleanup so if there was like something that was like hey we could probably clean, clean it up a little bit more you could go in and fix that and it goes back to the window so you could you could spend like a month on the window or you know you could spend the two days that you should do on it say that you like it but you're gonna make a notation and then later on as things as you're in post post production and you're just doing touch-ups, you could have somebody go back through and recreate the window and go, okay, which one's better, and go with that one because you're going to get a better quality out of that versus what they do kind of today.
1: Right, like he was saying, like to that point, he was saying, like if as you make more things, like with anything else, the more you do something, the better you get at it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like if you if you start doing like if you work on this now and you get it to the point where you're okay, you're good with it, and then you start making the rest of the house you make the city and you come back and it's like oh like this house looks way better than my first house now i can go back and like i know how to make the house better you know Mm -hmm. yeah um but the other thing i thought was funny was he was talking about like crunch time and he was like yeah we're working like 50 hours a week and i'm like all right man like that's like how much of that is work though like how much of it is work or you're just or how much of it is like you sitting around waiting for like the process to go through like you said like it goes up to the boss, and then it comes back down to you. And then it goes up to your boss again, and then you get it. He gets, he approves, it and he goes up to his boss, and mm-hmm. he has to make a change. And it comes, you know, like, mm-hmm. um. And the other thing he talked about was how much time is spent. Like, they need to make a better, a tighter schedule. Like, all right, here's, we're gonna do pre-production up until this point, mm-hmm. and then it's, after this point, everything is production. It doesn't matter. Like, get your shit, you know, do all your pre-production stuff, get it yeah. done, because we can't be in pre-production for a year and the game comes out in a year and a half.
0: Yes. Yeah. Correct. You know?
1: And so yeah. those seem to be like the two big causes of yeah. the need for that last minute crunches. The artists want to be artsy forever and then bosses have to be bosses and make changes even though there are no changes need to be made because then it's like they well if you didn't make any changes then why are you here? Why do you have a job?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the other part was that how much more money it costs to push a game back because you're adding work hours to the game and so like the project is you know you get a budget of a million dollars like and one of the controllable costs um goes into labor like if you add you could add it's easier to add maybe a, a few bodies like in the beginning but just like extending it out by like 200 people adds a lot more hours that eats into the um production cost of the game as well yes and that's why you don't. That's why you see a lot of games just kind of release, um, as well. Um, but no, I thought it was because I did. I thought it was kind of interesting when you talked about like if you push it back, you know, just give everybody like give everybody like a two week break and then come in and then knock out, you know. And then I thought it was interesting that you know everybody likes to talk a lot of shit about Dragon H two, but Dragon H two was actually made in um, fourteen months. For a, like a triple A game, which is you know, which makes a lot more a lot more sense on why it's so um, tough as well, right? Yeah,
1: but yeah, it was a good interview. Um, the name of ugh, I had the interview company, the name of the channel, and I lost it.
0: Yeah, it's um Min Max with yeah with two ends like Minnesota. Yes, that's right. That's right, Min Max, right. but he's from Minnesota, right. so. I recall.
1: <laughs> nice. At least one of us has a memory. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying. So you mentioned anime last week. I don't know if you mentioned it on the air or after the show talked about it, but I, I ended up watching it this week and I'm caught up. Did you watch the new episode today yet? Or are you waiting until tonight mm-hmm. when you're in your um, group chat uh, slumber party?
0: Uh, no, I'll watch this week's episode next week. Okay, because when I woke up
1: this morning, it was already there.
0: Yeah, no, we're like, yeah, we're watching, like, anime literally the day before the new episode comes out. Which kind of sucks, but it it is what it is. So, but because we've been watching it on Fridays. So, like, I've been watching literally anime when I get off work on Friday. So I'll watch it from, like, 3 to, like, 5. Okay. 3.30 to 5.30. So we watch because yeah. we watch uh, all. Th- we watch usually watch three episodes. So we usually always start with this one, and then I switch over to Crunchyroll, and we watch the other two. Oh, sidetrack! I don't know if you noticed this. High Dive is not on VRV. I don't know if it you isn't. noticed that. I did no, not, not see it last time. I was on VRV because that's we usually where a lot of uh, um, sub is, right? Sub, yeah. Um, we dub. And- Dub, sorry, yeah, and I and I was like looking for something to like background, but I couldn't find anything. It was like, and I went, I went to go click on High Dive, and it was like gone.
1: Yeah, it's not there. You got Cartoon Hangover, Crunchyroll, Mondo, Rooster Teeth, and BRV Select.
0: I wonder if it, I wonder if they got rid of it with the Crunchyroll merge. Me, that or that, the Funimation me. merge.
1: Right. That would Except. that might that would make sense. I was wondering if that would happen, or if their contracts were just up, and High Dive's like, yeah, we'd rather just go somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> right, but this could all, this 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 you know hopefully goes back to where VRV had both Crunchyroll and Funimation on there. That was that was life. That made life so much easier.
0: Yeah. No. Definitely. That was like it was some glorious uh, watching.
1: Yeah. So, but the anime that we're talking about is called Miruko Chan.
0: Yes. And basically, yeah, Miruko Chan, and yeah, it's about a girl that sees like ghost monsters uh well ghosts that are around it's it's supposed to be funny it's like supposed to be horror and funny so there's like some pretty funny parts but yeah the the ghosts are pretty freaking um drawn very scary very right
1: especially when they get like some of the more powerful ghosts that just start like and they like oh you can see can you see me like get in her face yeah um i do like the the opening song like the franticness of the opening song where it's like no, no, just go, go away, go away, stay away, leave me alone, like, but then it gets cool. kind of mellow and sweet, and then it, it's, like, the show, it's kind of, like, her hanging out with her friend, and, like, everything's good, and then all of a sudden the ghosts show up, and she's like, don't look, don't look, don't look, I don't see anything, oh god, what do I do?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, um, it's crazy how her friend is, like, this powerful, like, attraction of ghosts,
1: <laughs> and yeah. she's, like,
0: friends with her, so she's, like, never gonna be able to go get away.
1: And then there's this other girl that kind of shows up. Mm-hmm. that can see ghosts but she can only see the little ghosts mm-hmm. and so but she doesn't and she's like doesn't understand that the other one can see like even more than her but there was like this old lady that was like the that the other girl looked up to that was like a, like a spiritualist or whatever mm-hmm. and she's like all I know is that this girl made that made her like go back like leave town I gotta find out why and she, she only thinks cause and like so the girl other girl thinks that she has the same power where it's like I can see ghosts and other people can't. I'm the best at it. You <laughs> yeah. know, but she can only see, like, the little tiny, like, super, like, low-level, I guess, ghosts that are just... Yeah. And so, um, in the new episode, they kind of hang out for a day. And it nice. kind of goes into that. Okay. But, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, I don't... Like, I'm trying to figure out what the, like, the show is. Because it doesn't necessarily seem to have a point. I thought it was, at some point, it was going to be, like, the ghost whisperer. Mm-hmm. In a way where she... And they have one episode where it happens, where she kind of... There's a ghost, and, like, she does something for the ghost, and the ghost, like, basically leaves this realm and thanks her. And, you know, like is able to, like, go to wherever it's going, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, But that's... Out of the seven episodes, only one episode had that. So... I was talking to one of the guys I work with. He's like reads, He reads a lot of manga and watches the anime, and he says that that happens a couple more... That happens um, sporadically, where she helps pe- ghosts and stuff, but it's not, like, the focus of the show. So I think it's just... It seems like more the focus of the show is um, her just dealing with her powers. Yeah. More than, like, helping the ghosts or whatever.
0: Yeah, which makes sense, because I figured it'd kind of get a little boring if it was just strictly like that, but... Um... I don't know. I I mean, I think it's a very enjoyable anime at the end of the day, and um, but uh, yeah, I think I think that'll be an interesting episode to watch this week.
1: Yeah, and it's on Funimation, BT Dubs. Funimation. Yes. <laughs> the one thing though, I like, I was talking to, I, I got a new like full timer. I don't know if it's like a permanent thing or just during peak because my normal full-timer has more experience in another area. And so they need help. And instead of like moving somebody who doesn't know how to run the operation to an area where you kind of need someone with hands-on experience mm-hmm. and like, you know, the, where I work, like we're working, it's just, it's not as uh fast paced or higher priority necessarily. like, like one like we have trucks, like where I work, we have trucks coming in with volume that, and we need to get them out and to trailers, but that's about the extent of it. But if it's, if you just are organized, it's not difficult, right? And it's, like, a smaller number than if you're trying to run a whole building. And so she was talking about how she was, like, started watching anime and stuff, and we were kind of having the conversation about how, like, some really good anime has just, like, the pointless fan service. Like, uh... Like, this episode, it starts with the other girl, like, in the shower, and they do the whole pan-up from her, like, feet, Mm -hmm. you know, show her ass, and it's like, come on, dude. Like, you could have just showing her face the whole time like
0: yeah
1: I guess I understand like maybe you're appealing to I, I shouldn't be I'm, This, I'm not the market like middle-aged man the, isn't the market for this show but <laughs> um maybe high school you know you're making it for high school kids but it's yeah. like uh, I saw a thing on Reddit where someone was like talking about how hot one of the characters in an anime was and someone replied dude stop being such a pedophile and they're like I'm 13 she's 14 if anything she's the pedophile <laughs> or she's 16 or something like that She's like yeah. a couple years older. It's like if anything, she's the pedophile.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> but they do like, and they had one shot like earlier in the um, season where the main character like just wanted like needed to get away, and so she's like in the bathtub, and of course you know they again they start the the, the pan up from the feet, and like her hands like in a weird place covering her vagina area, and her hair is like per like I thought her hair floated, except for like in movies and anime where it, like. Lies perfectly flat over the nipples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, you know, magic, magic, Hollywood and anime hair.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I, like, I kind of understood the whole point of the shower scene, like the bath scene or whatever. Was like, part of it was because like, her brother was trying to figure out why she's acting weird and maybe, uh, she, uh, like, he was talking to his friends and like, maybe she has a boyfriend and so, there's a, like. <laughs> Part where he's following her and he, he goes to a bookstore and she's looking at a book about like ghosts and stuff and then he she leaves and he goes over to the area but like it was like on the same bookshelf like upright and above where the ghost books were were like the karma sutra and love like romance books like that
0: yeah <laughs> so he's
1: like oh she does have a boyfriend
0: <laughs> I like when they like take a clip of the anime at the end of the anime and show what her view is of it like because you oh, know yeah. it like it's funny it'll be like. It'll just be, like, a normal scene, and you'll see her kind of flipping out, but nothing's going on. But but you know she's seeing ghosts, and then at the end of the credits, it replays that one with the ghosts in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, you see, like, the first time you, you see some scene, like, sometimes they'll show the ghosts, but, like, there's scenes like you said, yeah, where, like, you see, like, basically, like, it's when the friend's talking. Like, you don't see the ghosts like, because you're seeing it from her point of view. Mm-hmm. And then they go back and show that scene from her point of view, and, like, there's just, like, ghosts everywhere. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 a pretty fun show. Like if you have Funimation, you know. I know people don't want to always pay for extra streaming services and I'm sure there's ways to pirate it, but I just don't know. I'm not
0: that kind of guy. <laughs> it's just like you do you. Yes. <laughs> All right everybody, that's it for today's show. Thanks for hanging out for another fantastic episode. Make sure you follow us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, Amazon Podcasts, all those fantastic places. Facebook, Instagram. I'm streaming at on twitch.com or twitch.tv TV, Head Pro Mondays and Wednesdays at noon Eastern Time. Um Otherwise, uh, stick around. I know it's a holiday season coming up. we got a few more episodes before we uh, close it up for 2021. Uh, But stay safe out there, and we will see you next time.
1: Later.